0: To men of low moral fiber. As always, I'm your host. I'm the one who always starts talking first. That's right. And uh, definitely wrote an intro. Mm-hmm. And with me, as always, is only one person, and it's my brother, Yay. the light of my life, Ben Helms.
1: Boop, 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 boop. It's just a side quest, you know. It's all. It's just a side quest. It doesn't count. Lower those expectations. Did I say my name, or did I just say as always? I am starting. Yeah, I think you just. Yeah, you just skip that part. As always, it's me. It's a me, a Jason. And I'm not Jason. I'm the other Jason, Ben. You know, quick pause. I, I, I'm teaching I know we're not even into it. This yet. is great. Side quest. Uh, no, 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 this, is, this Side quest. is good for the show. This is it. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm teaching a class on podcasting. And one of the lessons I put like in the rubric, like do not do this in your podcast or you will fail, was don't introduce each other. Oh, interesting. Only introduce yourselves because there's so many podcasts I listen to where they say, hey there, let me introduce you to my brother, Ben. And yeah. then Ben, you say, hey, here's Jason. And as a listener. Yeah. I'm like,
1: which one's which? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's happening? So scary. It's, it'd be weird, though, if it's just like, Hi, I'm Ben! And then Corey's like, Hi, I'm Corey! Ah, ah. And then you're like, Hey, I'm Jason. Who was know. It sounds like we're at, like, preschool or summer camp, and it's like, And I'm Bodacious Ben, and you're... I think of it more as a substance abuse uh, community group. Oh, that's great. That's what I used our, our Christian camp growing up. That's what I used Centrifuge for, anyway. That's right. Oh, Centrifuge. It was my time every year to clear the mechanism. Get straight.
0: Clear the mechanism. Get that tadpole out of your eye. We are talking Baldur's Gate 3. All right, quick. There's no development. There's no research in front of me. No, 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 no. Just vibes. And today's podcast is just vibes. We're not going to spoil much. We're going to talk a little bit about the opening few hours. And we're going to return to this in a few weeks, uh, question mark, months, question mark, years, whenever we all finish it to talk more in detail with our friend Nick.
1: I'd say there's definitely stuff to spoil in this game. It's very story heavy, even though there are so many different ways to go about those stories but we will say it's like a hard stop no spoilers past act one which is like the first 30 hours ish yep um depending on your gameplay but that was about mine i think if you want to be surprised by everything don't listen at all but the other thing i will say about
0: this game is um when ben and i started playing it together because you can play multiplayer we were each constantly surprised by things we would missed out on yeah yeah so You can
1: spoil it, but know that you can't spoil all of it, because this game just has so much in it. For sure. And it's actually been nice. So we've been playing weekly. We each have our own game, but we've been playing weekly with our fump Nick. And he it's been nice. Same same kind of thing, like you said, right? It's been really nice just being I feel like I played the game very thoroughly, like a completionist, and there's still plenty of things I'm like that you guys did that I did not do or that I did that you didn't do or whatever. We're going around just like kind of showing each other things, but also like they were accidents when we found them. So yep. it's nice to kind of share in that uh, exploration part of the game. We should maybe we should take a bigger. Let's do like more broad, right? Like overview kept stuff. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. We've got that coming. The, the developments, all that. We're
1: we're ready. We're ready. I'm going to do it.
0: But not development. F- but yeah, we got it. I OK. Kinda, all right. Yeah. But first, I want to say like Ben has beaten the game. Yeah. Me and Nick are a little bit slower. I'm a little bit ahead of Nick. I'm doing, like, I don't know, it feels like maybe 70% completionist. Like, I'm doing a lot of side stuff, yeah. but not everything. Ben's at, like, 99%. Uh, Nick's probably closer to that 80 90%, like, doing everything he can. And we all said, okay, on this playthrough, now that we're together, let's all find the burning house. Now, that's not much of a spoiler. There's a house on fire. It's like board. a giant part of Act 1, a big part of the map. It's huge. We all know it. We all love that scene. We're like, yes, let's go do that together with our new characters. This will be fun. And Ben goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's to the west. And mm-hmm. Nick goes, it's, it's east. And I was like, absolutely not, guys. You guys are stupid and wrong. It's to the south. Listener, it was to the north. Uh, we had no idea. I thought you said it was in act two. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're like, it's not it's even not close to us. Not even here. Not even here.
0: Uh, yeah. no, it's, it's not in this game. You're thinking it's, of something else. We were, it was all over. And we I so we spent it,
1: dozens of hours of running around this thing. Yeah.
0: Just to give you a sense of scale of this game, it wasn't like we're just bad at directions, which we also are. It was... Wow, this game is big, and I'm like, oh yeah, the burning house—that was like 20 hours ago. Where was
1: that? Yeah.
0: Anyway, so yeah, the the overview. Uh, first off, the story of Baldur's Gate and uh, kind of the the history of that game. We could.
1: No, no, then.
0: Oh, you're just saying
1: Baldur's Gate as a whole. Yeah. 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 Right.
0: Uh, the the game series. Uh, yeah. Sorry, he flashed me a three. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll get to that when we get, we'll get there when we get there. Oh, we actually are doing a history of. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right, it. Sweet. Uh, well, this is off the cuff, no research. Um, all right. I love it so rpgs in video games wow. are divided typically <laughs> between japanese role-playing games sure and western role-playing games in turn they're also divided between western role-playing games and computer role-playing games right okay or i'm sorry console and computer all right so all four of those console computer western japanese all of those come from dungeons and dragons and the very very first video games that were made that were role-playing games were just people putting the rules of Dungeons and Dragons into a computer. Yeah. And figuring out what they could do with that. Zelda
1: actually comes from that tradition. What did they do? They, they dropped leveling. Yeah, yeah. Right? And changed the way that some of these things work. Simplified everything. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, you got like above ground and then dungeons are like the main two places in Zelda. Very, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Neverwinter. What's the mainland in, mm-hmm. in Dungeons and Dragons? Is it Neverwinter? Neverwinter. Faerun. Faerun. Thank you. Yeah. And
0: so, uh, by the way, dungeons can go up or down. Uh, This is key for Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy also comes from this series. And a lot of their dungeons are actually towers. Now, that's the Japanese side of things. You've also got uh, the Fallout series. Very, very influenced by this. Mm -hmm. Lots of American games, including games from the company BioWare. BioWare was a huge company uh, that started out with Baldur's Gate 1. That wasn't their first game, but it was their first massive hit. We picked up with BioWare. Uh, Ben, by the way, do you remember why it's called BioWare? I
1: know we talked about it in the KOTOR episode. Yeah. Spoiler they made KOTOR. Yeah, I mean, because it's biological warfare that they've simplified. No I, have no, I don't remember. It was, it was three doctors
0: who bailed on being doctors oh, and started the right. game dev company.
1: There you go. Um, so
0: they, uh, they made KOTOR, uh, and then they let Obsidian make KOTOR C- 2, uh, from what I recall. They made uh, Baldur's Gate, they made Dragon's Age, and they made Mass Effect. Uh, right. Those are kind of their, their big games. And you can feel the influence of Baldur's Gate and of D&D. On all those other games, all those mm-hmm. later games, the, the KOTOR um, combat rules are lifted straight out of D&D 4. Yes. So Baldur's Gate was one of many licensed d video games. Uh, these happened throughout the 80s and 90s, where Wizards of the Coast literally worked with a game development company to make a game that was not just based on the rules, but also based on the intellectual property and the, uh, the cultural ideas of d So like a place like Faerun, right? Having characters like Driz Durden uh, and things like that that would actually reference things that people play doing D&D know. So Baldur's Gate is an actual place in the Dungeons and Dragons setting of Faerun. So it was a huge hit, uh, mostly because of its ability to let players do whatever they wanted. Right. This was a game that would let you pickpocket people and open doors and set things on fire. And it was really, really cool. They did the second one a few years later um, and it continued, you know, mainly the same vibe. And then Bioware, Bioware didn't oopsie. Yeah. For, you know, like 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Ultimately, that, that culminated in uh, Anthem and Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, tough. Yeah. yeah. Tough. Tough, tough look for my guys. Famous for the glitch. Meanwhile, out on the horizon, there's a game company called Larian Studios, and they're making their own games inspired by Baldur's Gate. There you go. And so these are not in the D&D realms. They are just kind of doing whatever. They're making it up as they go along. And they're doing sequels to games and sequels to sequels, which is why the game that immediately precedes this for Larian is called Divinity Original Sin 2. So that's a long name. I get it. Just know that they've been making games for a long time. And when they finally got to to Divinity Original Sin 2, fans said, Holy crap, you figured it out. You've cracked what it feels like to sit around a table with your friends and play DMs. and feels right. because of that, Wizards of the Coast said, "Bioware, I'm so sorry. You've been so kind to us. Uh, fuck off." And yep. they go make your anthem game. Yep. And they gave the uh, the license over to Larian, which was viewed as like one of the wisest decisions ever when it happened. People have been so hyped for this game for at least four or five years since it was announced. It was in early oh access for God, a while, at least for like a year, and then it dropped uh, in August. And early as did access, all of I my was plans. The entire
1: first act, right?
0: Yes, and there were some changes, right? It wasn't identical. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah.
1: yeah. But was the, you couldn't do. You couldn't beat the whole game. I don't think. Yeah, no, it's just first act. Um, which means acts two and three very glitchy, very glitchy. <laughs> Less so now, but the first when we when I beat it, it was there were some tough parts for sure. But yeah, definitely playable. But yeah, early access, so it was just like building the hype even more and more and more for when it came out. Um, for PC, yep, and it came out for PS Five and maybe Xbox Two. Um, but for consoles in September, so shortly yep. after oh, console players were able to get on the on the hype train.
0: And I, I want to point to something that is like the, the big difference between the Japanese role playing games and uh, Western or computer role playing games. As, viewing those as two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese role playing games tend to have uh, a sharper uh, kind of linear story with very few choices on the way through. Um, the exception being Chrono Trigger, which has like eight different endings or twenty different endings or something like that. Right, right. CRPGs like uh, think Fallout, the Fallout series, um, particularly Fallout One and Two, where you actually had an isometric three quarter overhead view, as Baldur's Gate does. A lot of CRPGs really focused on uh, free free choice of the player, letting mm-hmm. you do anything, but that meant that a lot of the character development and the story was a little bit thinner. Right. You let people do whatever they want. There may not be that depth of character in all of the different options. Right. And with Divinity Original Sin 2 and really with Baldur's Gate 3, Larian shows that they can bridge that gap perfectly mm-hmm. and give these beautiful depth of stories to main characters while also allowing you to do the silliest things possible. Like today, when the three of us were sitting around trying to figure out who had the key of speak with animals
1: so we could talk to a rat yeah. when we were in a dungeon. And they can the whole time.
0: He didn't just have it the whole time. He was
1: talking to the rat That's actively talking to the rat. while we were trying to figure out who could talk to the rat. Well, I might have a scroll that has it. Good times. Good, good, good. Anyway, the rat said it's fun. I think what? The, the what thing that because what this came out the same time as um no, not the same time because it was in like May that tears of the kingdom came out, right? But tears of the kingdom came out. And it was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is even better than Breath of the Wild and game of the year. Then this came out, and I think Tears of the Kingdom perfected Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways, right? It was like giving yeah the manual to Tony Hawk and Tony Hawk Two kind of thing, steps it up a little bit completely. And this game almost felt like it broke video games, yeah, <laughs> like, or computer games, whatever, yep. whatever you want to call it, like because everything it, it feels like at times you can do anything you want, and in very much like there's people that just play in Act One because Act One is so fun, you can just play there forever. Every single character, all the NPCs. This isn't true, but it feels like you can go up to any of them and have a unique reaction and a unique interaction with each of them and dialogue that's yes, like there's hundreds and hundreds of characters that I never interacted with that I could have that would have been a unique interaction and dialogue option, which is insane to me. Even better.
0: I, I sometimes don't know why they're reacting the way they do. Yeah, right? it's not that like I If I say option A, then they'll respond with this. Right, it's, right, right. If I say option A and 10 hours ago, I made this choice and 10 hours ago, I made this other choice. yes, because they have nothing to do with this suddenly it unlocks a bunch of different stuff
1: totally oh my god this game is so intricately written yeah the puzzle dependency chart for this thing or i guess the Mm. the character dependency chart or dialogue Mm. dependency chart of this game must be just an insane document um what was the it was i think three million lines of dialogue or something insane i don't even remember the number but it was in the millions of lines of dialogue just like insane amount of character work and voice acting for this thing
0: it makes disco Elysium look like dick and jane yeah. Oh, my gosh, that game. I missed that because it's got the that game was so good Yeah. It's got that depth, a really similar depth. Maybe not quite as deep, but damn close, like 80% way wider. And now spread it over Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, speaking of Skyrim, Skyrim made a new
1: game. They made a space Skyrim that oh came out like two God. weeks after uh, Baldur's Gate 3. I was afraid it was going to interfere with my my Baldur's Gate time. It did not. It has not. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like
0: it's a bad game. No, right. It's it's got some jank. It's probably got some charm to it, also. Yeah. But man, if they had beaten Baldur's Gate three by like a week, yeah. Oh, it's a different story. And this is a game that pushed its date back by a year multiple times. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Man, but Starfield feels like it's like a solid B minus, right? Yeah, I will play it someday. Yeah, I'm currently playing through Fallout New Vegas. Oh, there you go. Right? Yeah. Like, like I, that's fun too. Fallout in space. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Without the space travel. That's the biggest deal breaker for me. Is there's so dumb. in this space game that's supposed to be like the next generation of of space travel and gaming and plant interplanetary travel and they actually have our solar system within it that you can travel in. You can't actually fly your spaceship from one planet to another. It's just a really long janky cutscene that you get into your cockpit, press a button, and then you show up on the planet. You guys remember No Man's Sky? Exactly. It's it's no if oh, and both of them were like, so, they did so much work and so much progress towards a game that everybody wanted, but they were like a couple degrees off center. <laughs> like they could have been so good. No Man's Sky fixed that, by the way. Like they've continued updates. I picked it up a year ago, and it still I couldn't get into it. That's but fine. Maybe I'll try again. It is the thing that they envision now. Okay. Yeah. yeah it yeah. is. I've heard it. It has
0: helps. There. Yeah. You can buy ships. Yeah. You can, I, I. totally agree. I played it for a few hours and been like, I don't think it's for me.
1: Yeah, but it is the thing they described. Okay, I just was overwhelmed, and it's like I remember being like that in Witcher Three. So maybe I just didn't push through long yes. enough. It was like you need the green gem to avoid suffocating, and I'm just like running yes. around looking for a green gem, and I kept suffocating. It's like, yes, I feel like it shouldn't. It should be fun before it's difficult, and it was just difficult. Yep, I couldn't wait for the fun, but oh, speaking of Witcher Three, we got to play Phantom Liberty soon. Oh, and yeah. uh, I'd, I'd love to, to just play that game again. Cyberpunk. Boom. Cyberpunk it up. My only issue is that I had it back on Xbox two years ago. Yeah. And so I need to pay 30 bucks when it's on sale and then another 30 bucks for Phantom Liberty for a game that I already beat. Just wishlist it and then wait till a good, yeah. uh, a good Friday, a Black Friday and, and, and get it on Steam because it is a DLC. So it's, even though it starts out at 30 bucks, it'll be five bucks soon. I yeah. hope it'll be it'll be something you can grab. it. It'll be great. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll get it. At some point, we'll play uh, Civil Liberties back to Baldur's Gate three. Back to Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. Let me just talk about how amazing this game is. I, for this like do it. All of my attention was hyper focused on BG three for a good three, four, six weeks. I do weeks. know. what do you want to say?
0: And can you also talk about your history with role playing games? Because I'm like the. The crunchy RPG nerd, especially around JRPGs. Yeah, yeah, you're
1: the JRPG. Yeah, right? yeah. that doesn't mean you've never played them. No, right? you've got a, a lot of experience with it with well, RPGs. I mean, but not necessarily with his style. We're not CRPGs usually. Yeah, I mean, I think exactly. The, I I bounce off of him. I think it was fun to watch you play. I remember back in the day we we were going to um, our dad's house over in North Carolina and we brought our original PlayStation with us in our luggage to his house just so we could play Final Fantasy seven for a week straight. And by playing Final Fantasy 7, even though I played through the whole thing, I never actually touched a controller because I just watched you play through the entire thing that summer over and over again, however many times you played it. But I feel like I know the lore of that game really well and that whole universe because of just watching you play. Every time I played, I remember just being like, it's so slow and like janky and I couldn't find a rhythm. And it wasn't until KOTOR, two or three years ago, we played it for a month. Yes. That I felt like it was something that was like, it was like feeding me like i just like craved the playstyle and like the rhythm of that game was something that i was just vibed with yeah almost like any other game i've i've never played or you know what i mean yep like any other game i've never played that is <laughs> that is the key i think to a
0: good rpg yeah. and I, and i don't mean like um a better rpg versus a worse i mean like the one that connects to you yeah right is the rhythm gets you even in my favorite RPG ever my favorite one of my favorite games ever Final Fantasy 6 there is so much grinding yeah but if you like the grinding it's like playing solitaire and having a good time and exactly. it's fun
1: yeah and then you it's solitaire with a story yeah but if, it, if that combat doesn't connect then it's not going to work totally yeah I'm playing through Spider-Man 2 right now and it's 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 really fun I think it's probably more fun as far as like my AAA bubblegum games Horizon Zero Dawn Uh, what's the Legion one? Um, Watchdogs. Yeah, watchdogs. They're just like, every second is really fun. There's always weird glitches and it's just like, the plot doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's just, it's like, it's almost like Fast and the Furious, right? It's like, you're just along for the ride. Yep. The gameplay is really fun. You get to fly drones and all of them. That's cool. Uh, I think this has become my favorite one because the side questy grinding is not punishing at all. Like, it's very much just like, on the way to this mission, go over here and like beat a couple people up and get, 500 xp whatever it is whatever you're getting like it's very convenient grinding and you always have to fight somebody it's not a fetch quest right there's always or fight somebody or solve a puzzle yeah and by puzzle
0: i don't necessarily mean like some spinning discs but like okay this guy is trapped in a burning building how do i get to them
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and you can take as long as you need he's not gonna die <laughs> yep. it's very low stakes the whole time oh they i think they did did a good job with the burning building actually where they were just
0: like occasionally it would say environmental term yeah
1: so that's the thing we're going to and you would be like wait what does that mean what's happening something's happening back in Baldur's Gate yeah exactly so that Baldur's Gate has steaks all the time that's something that is Mm -hmm. kind of scary about it but also very enjoyable but every time you do something there's consequence good and bad right
0: we're talking keto diet steaks all day (laughs) steaks
1: all day wow Thank you. Uh, that got you. I was, I'm proud of that, that, one. that one. That one hit you. So there's definitely times when I was Listener, I wish you could have seen Ben's eyes. going to the like the burning building or whatever where there's like three or four people in there and the people outside are like, we can't get in this building. It's burning. We know there are people inside that are alive. And you're like, cool, I'll go get them the first time. And I immediately saved it when they said that it went in through and like I died immediately. And I like went back and loaded my save and like I saved one person. And I like Googled like what happens if you save all of them. It's like you get this awesome Coin or sword or I can't remember what it was. I was like, all right, let's try it again. And I'll make sure I get all of the people and save all the people. And so that was a fun way to just like, I don't know, man. It just seems like they, you don't. I definitely didn't have to do that. Right? I would have lost the game, right? If I just like saved one person and talked to them and kept going. Right. But, uh, you know, finding out that like if you save this person, their cousin who lives in Baldur's Gate in Act 3 will just give you a cool interaction. Not even like a bunch of gold or something, but just like, oh, I want to see what that interaction's like. And they'll give me another side quest 60 hours from now to do. There's like it was constantly surprised and amazed at how yes, the forethought of these interactions and, and consequences of all these actions you do is, is crazy. Yes. And the, the systems at play. So they haven't necessarily thought through everything,
0: but they've made it a space where you can think of things they didn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't look through a walkthrough and that doesn't mean you followed what the walkthrough said. You just wanted to find out, like, is it worth it? Do I want to do this thing right now? The walkthrough might then give you here's here is how to do it. But all it's telling you is one way to do it. Not even necessarily the best way. No, for sure. Right? You talk to those people. Their friends are inside. The place is burning. Could you not... Ben, could you have knocked one of those people out and thrown them up to the second floor? Oh, definitely. For sure. Right? Yeah. That's a thing that you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens then? I don't know. Probably his buddies fight you. Right?
1: Or they run away. Then you knock them out and throw them up yeah. there. And then you throw water on all of them and then see if they rescue their friend. Oh, my gosh. Like, there's, there's a whole... Goblin village again, spoilers for act, like minor spoilers for act one. But like there's a whole room full of goblins that are partying and they're all going over to the punch bowl and drinking the punch and partying the punches grog. If you want to, you can just put poison in the punch bowl and then they'll all just kill over and die. And it's the easiest fight you've ever had. I bet you money that there's an emetic somewhere. There's something that makes them
0: throw up and we could have put that in the punch. Oh, bowl yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Are we haven't like, talked I, about mods I... yet, by the way, which I'm excited to get into also. Because oh. um, I have it on Steam Deck and not on um, PS5, so I can actually, like, mod this game. And so yes. many mods already. A lot of them are so just mods. making the characters beautiful and scantily clad. But mm-hmm. <laughs> there's other mods, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, gamers got horny? What? I know, right? Weird. It's hard. To, it was when I was, like, looking for fun mods to do. you're like, oh, dress up your companions like the Avengers or whatever. It was like, that's kind of cool. And there was just like, uh, I'd say I was going to say a third of them. No, no, no. I'd say 90 percent of them were just like how to, how to make the characters pretty and wear less clothes, which is fun, too, for some people. That's not really why I play Baldur's Gate yet. But, you know, we'll see. I'll mess around with some mods and let you know. Listen, it is part of why
0: I play Baldur's Gate. And Ben judged me for who I decided to romance. In oh, this my
1: game. gosh. We haven't talked about Lizelle. Yeah, he was like, uh, you took the easy route. Oh, yeah. You just took the first person that wanted to, to bed you. Yeah, no, no, she didn't want to bed me. She said that my smells
0: made her horny. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a different level. She wanted to taste you. Yeah, she wanted to taste me. And I was like, yeah, I would like to be tasted. Thank you. Gross. Let's uh, let's figure this out. Gross. And so, I, you know, hey, we're just doing a thing. We're having fun. She doesn't really have a nose. uh, But, you know, we're figuring it out. And then, uh, yeah, I'm also uh, seeing where it goes with Shadowheart. I'm seeing where it goes with Asterion. We're we're checking stuff out. And I'm like, uh, hey, uh, Shadowheart, you want to hook up? After, like, we've gotten to the next level. And uh, she's like, I just don't think Lazelle would appreciate that that much. I was That's like, very respectful. You know what? Good to know. I didn't realize we were exclusive, but uh, I think we are. Better uh, determine things with Lazelle.
1: And honestly, I'm fine with it. Oh, yeah? I mean, Lazelle is a powerful companion. So I told you the, the final, like, if you want to be my lover. Gotta get with my friend.
0: Yeah. You've got to. By the way, I, I had the thought the other day. The rap at the end of that song. My 13-year-old brain definitely interpreted that as like a series of final bosses leading to the finalist boss of the Spice Girls. Posh. Right? She was giving me the cryptic hints. Oh. Right? Who does the final rap? Ginger? Uh Baby? Oh, it's two of them. Um, oh. Veronica. Uh, not, not, uh, uh Sporty, Victoria, is silent throughout the entire song. But it is implied that she likes the drug ecstasy in that uh, rap. I, I looked up the lyrics later. Uh, anyway. Victoria's Posh Spice. Posh Spice,
1: uh, sporty Then I was like, no, it's posh. It's probably posh. Um, Mel C is uh, sporty Spice. Mel, there's Mel B and Mel C, right? Mel B is scary Spice. Mel sure. C is sporty Spice. Sure. Thank you. Thank you.
0: So, so they're going through the, the different things that every uh, every Spice Girl likes or or dislikes, and it definitely felt like reading the manual to Punch Out. Like, ah, uh, yes, Glass Joe is weak to uppercuts. Oh, slam your body down and wind it all around. <laughs> slam your body down and wind it all around. Here's the funny thing: upon rereading the lyrics. I don't think that they are talking about sex. I think they're trying to make innuendos, but they don't make any sense.
1: Oh, my God. These lyrics. Ready for this? Yeah, go for it. Well, here you hear. Here's the story from A to Z. You want to get with me. You got to listen carefully. We got M in the place. Who likes it in your face? Who likes it in her face? Uh, Which is, I guess, Mel C. Sporty Spice, probably. Right. You got. I thought this was a series of sexual bosses. Oh, and I had to go through each of them. Why?
0: So I'd start dating a spice girl. Right. And I'm like. And she's like, "Hey, wow! I don't think this is going to work out. I got to, I got to have my friends test you." And you're like, "Okay." So I go out to coffee with them and like find out like right. are we compatible? She's like, "No, you have to have sex with each oh, of them." Oh dear God!
1: Successfully. What a weird,
0: twisted fantasy. Until you get to the final boss. Sure. Very video game minded. This is also you're like 16 years old at the time. 13. No, no, I had no idea. I didn't know what sex was. 98
1: was Spice World, so. Was it Yeah. See, I was seven. I was 16 when Spice World came out. You got G. Ginger Spice, like M.C., Mel C., who likes it a lot. Okay. Easy V doesn't come for free. For free. Victoria, she's a real lady. She's a real lady. And for me, ah, you'll see. Oh, so this is Baby you'll Spice see. talking. Thank you. And by the way, for me, you'll see that feels the most super punch out manual of all. Right. Here's all the bosses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's um, all baby the ways to get through it. and then baby boss, we'll baby boss was we'll the, we'll the spice. She was the she was the boss. Yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. Slam your body down and wind it all around, as I always say, you know, slam your body down. Is that a Ben, I've I've been doing sex for a bit. Is that a move? Is that a thing? Hang on later. You want to slam your body down and
0: wind it all around? (laughs) Wind it all around. That's what I do. That's my move. (laughs) Is it my body? I don't think this sounds like Snakes. Are yeah, I really like
1: Ben, but all he does is slams his body <laughs> down. His body down <laughs> and then he winds it all around. Before I'm even undressed, I don't know what to do. He just winds it all around. And he says, how was that for you? I was 14 years old. Oh, there you go. That's disgusting. If you want to be with my lover, you got to get with my friends. Not, Thank you. Not hang out with them. No, you got to get with them. Make it last forever, Jason. Right? You're 14. Right? You're not going to make it last forever. Your last 10 seconds. I've been listening to thing, Okay? He's gonna help me
0: in my hour of need with with his tantric yoga. (laughs) Nobody touch me! Nobody touch me!
1: Oh, that's forever. Last forever. Friendship never ends. Exactly. Wait, what's the song about? It's it's about friendship. It's about friendship. It was very clear. Thank you. I really, really, really want a zigga zigga. Ah, (laughs) I want a zigga (laughs) zigga. You know, I want a zigga (laughs) zigga. Uh, And then to just to like slap in the face to all us little nerds. The song is called wannabe wannabe. (laughs) Anyway, I would consider my character the Victoria, the posh spice. Sure. sure. Of of my companions, Uh, just kind of like the quiet leader. Everyone just kind of like understands I'm the one that's kind of leading the show. Everyone wants to be with me. They got to get with my friends, though. Uh, Yeah, I went with my classic. D&D character uh, named actually by our fault Brent Peterson, Hans Olo, Hans of House Olo. I didn't know Brent came up with that. He did, because one day, 10 years ago, he was just like, he saw a picture. and He's like, oh, is that Hans? It was a picture of Han Solo. He's like, is that Hans? Wait, did he name your character or is he an idiot? Which of the two is it? It could be both. Oh,
0: oh, ah.
1: Or it hey, could Brent, be you, he was busy playing sports instead of watching Star Wars 10 it's times true. a year. Wait, let's uh,
0: let's re- let's reassess the lyrics of
1: Spice Girls Wanna Be. We're very cool. <laughs> good times. Good times. Also means I was 10 when that song came out. So, good times. I had no idea what it was about. This is the first time I've ever listened or read the lyrics. I was 14 and I clearly had no idea what it was about. That's <laughs> true. That's fair. So, what did you go with? Well, I guess my, yeah, my strategy was I know Fighters really well. I know my character really well. Good. So, I don't want Understanding like a new class or a new race or new abilities right. to hinder my enjoyment of the game. I want to get right into it. If I do spells, they'll be with my companions who are already spellcasters. Yep. I'm just going to get a big old axe or big old uh, hammer or whatever and and fight my way through. And I feel like that worked really well because it was like very compartmentalized. I knew Hans really well. I already knew what he could do. Leveling up made a lot of sense because I'd done it before IRL, and so I was able to kind of like look at Shadowheart or look at uh, Will or whoever and and kind of. Use their strengths. As soon as I found out that I didn't have to be like a do it all kind of character, I could just be a a fighter that kind of freed me up to be like, all right, I'll just swing heavy things and let my companions do the rest. What was your strategy in picking a character? So and you went human for your uh, race, right? Yeah. All right. So this
0: is a character I've played with for a while. By the way, my character's name is Tar because I thought it was randomly suggesting names. Taff. When it put Taff, Taff. That's right. See, I I don't even know. It's not. Awesome. Um, that's amazing. I would I did go with the character creator defaulting. Wow. Um didn't know till later that I did that. That's fantastic. <laughs> what was it going to be? Or did you not know? You didn't have. a Briseis is is my typical one, but she exists. That's, that's oh, sure Ke- that is something close to what you've seen in Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Uh by the way, I do have a character in our <laughs> in our friendly play group who's a tiefling uh sorceress named Kelly, Q H E L L I. I think there might be an apostrophe in there somewhere.
1: By the way, Jason's a tiefling, Nick is a tiefling. We're currently with Karlak a tiefling, and then Will just got turned into a tiefling. So it's everyone's a tiefling except for me. It's great. Which I'm a half elf or I think I'm a full on elf. Ben, would you like a recommendation about
0: like a really good book series about a tiefling warlock? No, it's really good. Ben. No,
1: I don't. It's by Aaron Andrews. I'm good. It's Aaron uh, Andrews? I'm in. Yeah. Wait, that Aaron Andrews? The one who writes... D and D fiction? No, like the famous sportscaster
0: Aaron Andrews. Ah, no, not that one. Okay, uh, maybe it's not Aaron Andrews. It's Aaron something. Brimstone Angels. Which, by the way, come on, Brimstone Angels. That's a good title. That's
1: a good name. Yeah. Aaron Evans. Oh, you Sorry, idiot! Close. How did you mess Me that idiot. up? Oh my god! Me, idiot. Anyway, Sweet. these these books these books are so good. Nice. Oh, I love All of them.
0: Alright. So, mine Derek was a gnome barbarian. And I chose a gnome barbarian. Because I think that's a really funny combination because barbarians are so angry. B- barbarians are angry. Uh, they're big. They're dumb. Uh, gnomes are tiny, usually super strong. Right. Yeah. Gnomes are tiny, but we have a tiny race that is just super strong. That's yeah. dwarves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Gnomes are the ones who are smart. They're right. the nebishy ones. Right. And so I'm kind of nebbishy, but also kind of strong. And I was like, that's what I want to be. And so I did a lady. Uh, gnome barbarian awesome she gets super pissed and she throws people and it's the best the best
1: i love her and Um, and and she can have like 23 strength depending on what you're wearing or whatever and it's awesome to have someone who's like three foot five have just insane strength crack stuff open oh love her so much we should say the character creation is very robust very and i heard a lot about it going into it i was a little unimpressed just because i'm used to sports video game creation which is extremely different, robust different, right you, completely there's like different, yep. five different settings for like the shape of your nose and all this crazy stuff so it was good It was better than most games but it wasn't quite mlb the show uh type character creation uh but still it was really good uh and then we both went with uh, custom creations because there's kind of three paths you can do when you make your character right you can make totally custom character you can pick one of your the 10 kind of game created companions that has their own like Bespoke storyline that's weaved, wove, woven through the entire game. Uh, or you can pick the Dark Urge, uh, which is someone that you cannot get into your companionship, but it is someone who has a, a storyline that you. C- the only way to play that storyline or to see that storyline is to play as the Dark Urge, which is someone who's struggling with dark urges and like evil thoughts, which is what I'm. I wouldn't I say he's struggling, Bob. Nice, but yeah. We both went with custom characters first time through. And yeah, where should we go from here? So the combat in this game, it's turn based. It's
0: it's complete D&D rules, including D&D spells. Um, mm-hmm. But there's lots of other interactions as
1: well. What are we missing? What do we got to tell people about this game? I started playing D&D in person at the same for the first time. In, since we did five years ago, four, or five years yeah. ago. Um, and it's been really fun. Every other week we'll get together and play playing with Hannah, playing with good fump, Tyler and Natalie. I think Natalie's been in mm. the pod somehow. Maybe she was on Overthink. But anyway, um, playing with a couple other friends, and it's very fun. More fun than I remember. Or just as fun, I guess. There's always a part where I'm like, am I rusty? And am I going to forget how? And there's like the first couple of weeks. But like, as soon as you start like rolling initiative and understand your spell slots and stuff, you're good to go. Really fun. And it's all about the group you're with.
0: I have, uh, when I DM, I put up three rules. Yeah. It says, one, the DM describes the situation. Two, oh. you say what you want to do. Three, the DM resolves the situation, telling you to roll dice when necessary. Oh, OK. And I really love that breakdown. I got it off a website somewhere because people get so overwhelmed with the rules of D&D. They're like, I've got to read this whole thing. And it's like, no, no, no. Only the DM has has to know the rules.
1: Yeah, 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 right. That's good.
0: And wherever the DM makes the rules, those are the rules. Right. So it's not debating like, well, does this count for that? Is this count? for the DM makes the rules? Yeah, yeah. Move, up, move forward. Yeah. Uh, that makes the game actually run OK.
1: Yeah.
0: And so and then. I love the rolling dice when necessary because mm-hmm. it leads you. You can roll dice so much when you're in combat. Yeah. And once you realize that it's like, oh, I need to be in combat more. And it's like, no, you don't do other stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 totally. We did a cool thing where the first six um, meetings we had, we just did heists. So like we did. Like, three oh, big I love heists. heists. And so it was a good yes. way for us to like figure out the turn based system and like explore yep. what we could do because we have people that have never played any sort of role playing yep. game ever. And so and for people that hadn't played in a while it was good to kind of like get the rust off a little bit and with very minimal combat in there. And so it's more about like, how could you steal this thing effectively and use your magical rope to do this and use your 1000 ball bearings to do such and such or whatever. But yeah, very tight stories. Our three rules that our DM has are quick choices are better than the right choices and writes in quotes right because there's no there's ra- very rarely a right choice but it, like we can, it's all about our, vibes group, what feels good for your character i think he has that because our group gets paralyzed with options right yes. so we're just like uh who yep. wants to do it and we're all really nice and so we're like you can do the thing if whatever you want to do and so it's like just pick right and like leaning to your character if your character's arrogant if your character's arrogant make that choice and just and just yep. pretend to take the lead until someone like slaps you the other uh, ones are basically improv rules, right? Which is like, yes, and encouraging. Yeah, yes. And rather than disagreeing, unless it's something that like goes against your character or whatever. But yeah, I thought I can't remember what the third rule is, but it's super important and really good. It sounds like a great one. d d takes care of all those rules for us. Oh, Real quick, cause it's its own DM heist game. I want you to play, Ben. Yeah, 30 flights of loving. Thirty Flights of lovin I'm pretty sure you already own it,
0: uh, that or Quadrilateral Cowboy. I'm pretty sure you already own them from one of the uh, itch.io, itch.io uh, bundles we bought. But now that you have Got a Steam it. Deck, you can play all these. Oh, so uh, Quadrilateral Cowboy is the like Apex heist game, or maybe but you just told me
1: about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you about it. Yeah, yeah. But Thirty Flights of lovin you can play in like 45 minutes. Sweet, and it's a great heist game. It's super fun. Oh, so good. This is my favorite part of speaking of uh, Tiny Man Spiel. My favorite part of All the levels in uh, Spider-Man 2 where you can like do um, like covert and like go invisible and like do all your like silent kills and stuff like that. Those are my favorite for sure. Yes. But it doesn't matter. We've talked about everything except for. Uh, Baldur's K3. We we will never stay on topic. I know. That is our guarantee to you, the listener. Anything else? uh, I guess BG3. Play this game. It's amazing. I'm sure it'll be on sale in a couple years. It's one of those games, kind of like KOTOR, where people will be going back to for 20 years, I think.
0: You can come to this game and say, here's my goal. I'm going to have sex with everyone I can. That's true. And you won't be able to do all of it, right? There'll be another place where you're like, wow, you can have sex with that rat. I had no idea. Wow. You can come into it and be like, all I want to do is pickpocket and sneak and never fight anyone. Yeah. And you'll do pretty well, right? You'll find a way to get through it. Um, and you can be like, my character is head empty, just hit, right? But good at heart or evil at heart. And like anything, you can do it. This game really uh rewards role playing. It feels like playing D D with your friends. Yeah. And it can actually facilitate playing D and D with your friends, like we're doing now with Nick. Like it can just be your weekly D and D session. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. What is the wildest thing you did? So here's here's the thing. I saw on uh, TikTok, and this isn't really a spoiler. I don't know how to get to this. I sent it to you and, and Nick. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, that you you come across a like spider corpse, a decaying, yeah, rotten spider corpse, and it says uh, one of the options is, um, hey, uh, is like a look at it, investigate it, uh, search inside the guts to find anything.
1: Or um, maybe lick it, and I was like, "What? Oh yeah, you did send me this, yeah, yeah." And so you can choose lick it, and your character licks it, and like your character just gets—I
0: started to be stuck on this. Your character just gets like super horny for these spider spider guts, and as you like pursue this out, you find out that it's an incubus or a succubus that's dead, right, right, right. And so that that's why it's making you weird. (laughs) yes you eat it but the rest of the party is like just reacting over and over like stop doing that please stop doing that what are you doing stop licking it and then moaning it's a weird gross dead spider and a game that
1: will do that oh i respect i'm trying to think i think the the thing that i did that maybe most players won't do right like a surprising thing is in act two i won't get specific with it yeah but and it's kind of a sad thing uh, is I finished act two and was like, Yay, we did it, guys. We just had a really big boss. We got all this momentum to act three. Uh, and then one of the characters in my group, in my party, was like, Hey, I'm going to bail and actually help my people because you just abandoned them. And their Completely. whole world is just in complete disarray and damnation. And you didn't do anything about it. So I have to leave you now. And the choice was never presented to me do you want to go save these people? But through dialogue options, I kind of like knew about these people, but it was never like left or right. You want to go, be, you know, defeat the boss or go save these people. It was just like I just kind of ignored it and assumed it would come along my path because I'm so used right. to like linear games, being like, all right, you did this, now go do this, now go do this, now go do this, and so I just kind of like I abandoned my boy. Oh, but yeah, poor guy. It was tough. I'm trying to think anything else. I pursued Shadow Heart mm-hmm. very celibately. Oh, for. Over a hundred hours, yeah, and it was. I really like her story. I thought it was a cool story to kind yes. of like be adjacent to the entire game. Some ups and downs, some turns. I think most of the characters in your group, there's like 10, up to ten characters you can have in your party, can have like a uh, a heel turn, which is cool. Like that yeah. like fits their yeah, yeah. story, not just like we killed everyone along the way, but like a significant one that is like weaved into their story before you even get there and you can help them, like, some of them, I think most of them would choose to, actually that's not true, a lot of them would choose to be good or evil without you, but you can roll persuasion to kind of lean them one way or the other. I definitely scum-saved and scum-rolled and scum-bagged my way into making my group, molding them and manipulating them exactly like I wanted, because those were so important, I wanted those to go a specific way, each of them.
0: I played a different way where I have, for the most part, abided by the roles, right? Oh, nice. I, I've not scum saved. I've used um, uh, inspiration a couple times. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think that's what that's for, right? That's, that makes sense. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but usually to get a thing that I want, right? Sure. To not, not to make a person do something. Oh, If a okay. person, if I try and convince them and they're not into it, I'm like, that's the way it goes. Those are tough, dude. So one of my favorite moments ever, and I, I screenshot it and I sent it to Ben. Yeah. And it was like a uh, persuasion check on Lazel and I had to get 23. Oh, yeah. And I had plus three to persuasion or whatever it was with my, you know, added like uh, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, OK, we'll do it. One roll. Here we go. Dude. And I rolled a 20 and I got plus three. Oh. and I nailed it. And I was like, holy crap. And it was convincing Lazel Zelda that it's chill that we use these evil powers for. Yeah. Good, yeah. Right. And then oh, and then the game goes, oh, I'm not sure, though. Persuade again. No. And now it's a success of 15. Right. And you're like, okay, that's All easier. Right. I can do it. Yeah, yeah, Boom. I roll like a 13 plus 3, 16. We're in. Okay, good. All right, we got it. We got it. And then it says one more time, and it says, I just, I see it. It makes sense, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. And then you got to roll a persuasion check to pass 10. And like they're getting easier, but we're three in now. Dude. And I got it. And I was like, oh, it felt so Dude. good. It was such smart game design to lower it too, to say like we're going to start at the yeah, hardest, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then lower that, and then lower. Oh my
1: god! Because we know That's you're going to so feel stressful. Scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, felt there, so good. There's just one fight that at, at, toward in Act Three. Um, it's kind of a side quest, but it's in Act Three where it's like it's definitely the boss fight of this big dungeon. And I'm like, okay, how are we going to do this? I hope like we rested in time. and like barely scraping by. And like you're having your big dialogue with the boss right before you fight. All of a sudden, someone kicks down the door Kool-Aid man style. And it's a giant dude that you fought 20 hours before that you completely no. screwed over. No. And I'm like, oh, God, dang it! of course, they're going to be here. Uh-oh. And you talk to them. And one of the options is, are you sure? Basically, are you sure you want to be with this guy? You should be fighting for me. You're so strong or something wow. like that. Let's do it. And you have Let's to go. Roll, I think this is the one where you have to roll a 99 what yes wow it might be towards the end of the game where there's a 99 which means you have to do a nat 20 because a nat 20 surpasses anyone. wow it fulfills anything so that was the one where i'm like the just the schadenfreude of like screwing this guy over and then manipulating him to Save like, scum. yep that completely. was i saved scum it took me four or five tries to yep. get the nat 20 and yep. like maybe more than that but and then i i got him just to be like Nothing could be funnier than watching this guy. That's very good. He side with him and then all of a sudden, like, come over to our side. It was great. So uh, that's that's
0: yeah. where as a good DM,
1: if the player rolls like an 18 or 19, you're like,
0: yes, yeah, I will. be yeah, on yeah. your side. that's
1: going to be great. And he wasn't very good in the fight, but he was I'm glad I didn't have to fight against him. Yes. So that was good, man. The game just has like and I'd say, I mean, what did I do total? One hundred and twenty hours, I think, to beat the game. Yeah. Something like that. And then I immediately started again. Yep. Three, four other games, one by myself, one with Hannah, one with you guys. And then I scrapped the one by myself and started a Dark Urge play. Uh, but dude, it's so freaking fun, man. It's like it feels endless and limitless in the interactions and type of gameplays you can have. I feel like I barely scratched the surface. There's, I would say, like 10 companions and characters you can have. And I didn't have. Minthara, Minsk, Jahira, or Halston in my group. I didn't have four of the ten characters that you can play with the whole time. Yeah, I killed Minthara immediately. Just immediately. Yeah, same. I killed Minthara immediately. If you don't have Jahira, I don't even say. If you don't, I can bleep it out. Do you have Jahira? Did you get Jahira? I don't know who that is, so I guess... Oh, sweet. Okay. I didn't know who she was, and I was trying to get another character later, and like, you can't get this character unless you have Jahira. I was like, well... That was forty hours ago. That's not cool. happening. Cool, cool. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think Jahera was part of. Act- I don't even know because I think she was part of Act Two. The people okay. that I like didn't go to save. <laughs> so it's like I don't yep. even know. I've heard of her, but like I didn't okay. like hang out with her much. But apparently she can join your group. So that's a big my big like, um, what's it called? My big blind spot in the game for sure is like yeah. half of Act Two, which was only like fifteen hours for me, and it, I think it was supposed to be like thirty hours.
0: Let me tell you real quick about romancing Lazelle and then we'll uh, we'll get (laughs) out of it. And
1: by real quick, you mean less than 90 seconds because that's all it takes. (laughs) Easily. That's all we got. (laughs) The record's under two minutes, by the way. She's ready to
0: roll. But is that to get in a relationship or to bone? That's just to get in bed. I I wouldn't say I even seduced her. She was just like, hey. You taste good. Would you like to bone? Yeah. You smell nice. I'd like to see how that tastes. And I was
1: like, okay. too freaky for me. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, she gets freakier. OK, right? uh, you, you do that a couple times. Um, it's intense each time. Right. And uh, she is like she's not negging you exactly, but there's like a sense oh. of competition.
1: And like, yeah, aggressive, demeaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. If you can't get with my friends, then I, I don't even know why I'm seeing you. And you really, really wanted to zigzag. Ah, I wanted to zigzag. ah. yeah. So then one night she's like, OK. I don't
0: know what to do because I feel like this is getting serious and I just, I'm not ready for that, but I care about you. Feelings, feelings, feelings. Um, are you ready to take that next step? And I'm like, yes, wow. absolutely. And she's like, okay,
1: cut your nose off.
0: I cannot respect anyone that cannot defeat me in battle. What you want to go? And I was like, let's go. And immediately roll initiative in camp, in camp. Wow. That's cool. Some of the best parts. I took a healing potion while it was happening. Cause like we're going back and forth and she goes, oh really that's funny can you not handle me on your own like she makes fun of me yeah, yeah yeah, oh and i take her down and she's she has this thing about like i i respect you now but how can you ever respect me oh interesting because you defeated me <laughs> right okay sure and i've got like like these dialogue options where i'm like i hold her close and say it's not about strength it's about weakness and pull her in for a kiss.
1: Oh, like, I
0: mean, like, it's beautiful, beautiful,
1: wonderful stuff. So
0: so me and we were together. It's great.
1: All right, uh, I guess like last thoughts, we're getting down to the end.
0: Um, Guys, download it, play it. Don't even wait for it to go on sale. It's a
1: good game. It's going to be one of your favorites of all time. Um, I do really think you could play this like any style, basically, like it can almost become yeah. any genre. You could do this as a heist thing. You could do this as a just like running gun. there's people that play it like an RPG. Uh, and they just yep. have a specific spell. They use like just magic missiles on, and just like unlimited magic missiles or whatever, and just go around killing everybody.
0: The thing I will say is, when you start out, you're level one, and so you don't have as many abilities as you will later. So if you're thinking to yourself like, "Oh, I want to be a thief, and I want to sneak, and I want to do all this stuff," it's like, okay, but just remember, you're an idiot right now. Yeah. So so in three hours, you're going to be able to pickpocket anywhere. Right, right, right. But right now, you're really bad at pickpocketing. So give it a second.
1: Yeah. Would you go with um, skills at first skill points? Did you I went heroes and zeros? I was like, I want to be super duper strong and kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I I went with uh, wisdom, though, as my secondary. Because you need it for spells. So not intelligence.
0: Um, No, I didn't know I was going um, wild magic at that point. It was just like, I like the idea that she can read people Mm. that she like. She's a himbo. I wanted to make her a female himbo, a shimbo. And I swear that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you might say it's a bimbo. It's like no, a himbo must be strong, and a himbo must be good. Turbo. Right. It's, she's a shimbo. Yeah. So I, I wanted to make her wise, so she could read people and understand things. But she's not book smart, uh, and yet at the same time, she's also very curious. So she's got high Arcana, mm-hmm. and she gets uh, like the scholar perk. So if she goes and figures something out. She's like really excited about it. I love that. Um, I knew that that would work well with my playstyle. Of like, I always want to find find out what's going on. That's cool. So she's she's super curious, uh, but not necessarily book smart and uh yeah shimbo um so the other thing i did that ben alluded to earlier is i added the wild magic perk around level three or four and so whenever i rage as a barbarian which you do during any big battle i just get a magical spell and it's assigned randomly that's so sweet so sometimes it's uh teleport sometimes it's uh dancing lights so
1: anyone near you has higher ac yeah uh, s- is that what Dancing Lights does? <laughs> that's what it does. Anyone near I just you? thought it sounded stupid. I was like, I'm never getting that one. <laughs> hey, Ben, now that I've used it, yeah. it is stupid. Yeah, cool. It's real Sweet. stupid. All right, it sounds like it. Awesome.
0: There's another one where, you, where just in, 10 feet around you is like thorns and people can't walk. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a barbarian, it's so dope because yeah. you're always like tanking and right in yeah. the middle of stuff. And
1: everyone around you is like, I can't yeah. go
0: anywhere.
1: It was tough going from the end of the game to the beginning, because by the end of the game, I had three actions and I think two bonus actions. Yes. So yep. you could whack people five times, four or five times per turn, which is pretty great. Um, you could also, uh, I think it's called an ins- not an inspiration point, because that's what inspiration point is. Called, uh, I think it's just called a rally cry. Uh, which means you could yeah if you're not close enough to hit someone you could rally cry a team member and then they would do your action for you so you could essentially have like up to six hits it was just like felt very very strong by the end of it and it was tough going to the beginning to be like well i can swing a sword and i swung the sword incorrectly for the first like three hours playing with you and nick because i was wearing heavy armor yes. so it just made my aim very very poor uh that was frustrating but Figuring that out. Speaking
0: of, mention the prank that you did. So I I start playing today. Oh yeah. This is great. My, yeah. My character's just my character's just walking around and I'm like what trying to figure runs? out where's the run button? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been like two weeks since we played. Like, we're, how do I make my character run? Because she's just doing this like
1: stately walk. Yeah. Really slow. And what happened? I we were so Nick and I got on five minutes before Jason and we we're just like looting around this room or whatever, just like making sure this we're picking up all the scraps. And I accidentally picked up a barrel rather, rather than opening it. And so that If you pick up a barrel, they weigh like a thousand pounds. And so it encumbers you and makes you go really slow. And so I went to like the option wheel to to drop it. And right under drop, it's send to and it lists your team members. It's like, oh, this would be a fun surprise. I'll send this to Quelly. Kelly clearly (laughs) can carry this. Yeah, she's she's 80 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, she's great. She's got this. I thought that'd be a fun little treat for Jason because you wouldn't know why you're walking slow and it worked to perfection. It did. It did. (laughs) I just that's kept trying great. to figure out where the run button was. I was like, clearly I turned it off. I just also like the idea that like, rather than dropping anything for the rest of the game, I'm just going to start giving it to you and Nick just magically. Oh, uh, it'd be
0: great. Listen, let's be clear. I'm going to start just giving it to Nick yes. because not only is he not listening to this episode, yeah. but he's also not listening to us
1: when oh, we're playing multiplayer. Right. I
0: love you, Nick. I love you. Nick, take a left, take a left, Nick, take a left, take a left, take a left, take a left. Who me? Who me? What? gotta love him he's so he's role playing so hard he's
1: calliope you didn't say calliope
0: you said nick
1: you said nick that's not even him oh man well that's been it if you really want to slam your body down and that's about it wind it all around this is the game for you absolutely um I think that's all we have for you. You you can find us on various socials. We're at MonfPod
0: and Gmail and stuff. I don't stuff. know where we are these days, dude. Email us if you need to get a hold of us. Yeah, I had I had an idea the other day. I think we need to get a Reddit going. Yeah. I think that's a spot for us. I think our our demographic, right? Yeah. is is on Reddit. They're they're a bunch of nerds. That's true. Um and and we let them take it over. Right? We let them figure out what they want to do. So uh maybe we'll get a,
1: a Reddit going pretty soon. Until then, you can find us on Blue Sky, whatever that is. Sweet. Yeah, we started Blue Sky. I'm on it like once a week, and I'm like, this isn't as good as Twitter. (laughs) Blue Sky has magically, even though I'm following like 80 people, has figured out, well, only two of them posted today, so here's all (laughs) of their posts. Yeah, exactly. Great. Here's all of Jason and Corey's posts.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you so much. Uh, And if you want to just, if you want to DM someone, it makes it super simple. Uh, It integrates with with the app. Yeah. You just copy the link to the post, you go into your uh-huh. texting app and you text that to someone. Sure. And then they click on it and it opens up their app. It's pretty great. I want to be clear. Yeah,
0: you, you can also do it via email. Oh, sure. I mean, there's, there's a lot of options. you air right. air
1: airmail it.
0: Air, it. I bet I could yeah. DM it to you on Twitter. Like, I mean, there's, there's some options. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. All right. Until next time, what are we playing next, Ben? Oh, yeah, we're playing um, well, we finished Jedi Survivor. And so we're recording that we in the did. next couple of days. Um, <laughs> We, we did. Uh, I guess Oxen Free will be coming out soon, although they might be getting Oxen Free before this. Oxen Free 2, not Oxen 3, which will be the third one, aka The Deuce. I think we might be playing Oxen Free 2 before this comes out. So if it's possible, but you could also listen to it after Halloween, you know, but that's that's our Halloween Doofy game. Yeah. And then I don't know. What, what's, we got one more game for December to play. What's the game you're playing with Corey right now that I haven't started yet? I'm, I'm just searching for the name of it. You can play with your kids. Uh, oh, Gardens Between. Corey mentioned it last month. The Gardens Between. Gardens Between. Really fun game. I think, I believe it was on uh, the PS Plus games, and we got, I got it for free a while ago. Uh, but yeah, I started playing that with Talia okay. uh, last week. It, it, the first three levels, she really, really liked. and was having fun, and then it gets a little more complex. And so I'll maybe do the harder part and then let her kind of run through and finish each level. But she's really enjoyed it. As of right now, there's almost zero plot, but it's fun of like a little puzzle game and it's pretty and short. And additionally, we're uh, we're saying that we got to get back to life is strange
0: soon. And finally, I have a I have a dream. I have a vision, which is that we pick a longer game because Jedi Survivor is too long to cover in a month. Right. And so that's like causing me problems as I try and get through it. And I sure. don't really want to rush it, but now I'm rushing. But like, let's pick.
1: A Final Fantasy six or a well, it's our February game, right? Is like that's when we play KotOR because we have two full months to play it.
0: But also, let's be okay with just playing it and and talking about it, however far we are through. Yeah, that's a good point. Say, this is going to require two or three months to do, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then I'll finally get you to play a Final Fantasy, an Earthbound, or something like that.
1: It's going to happen. No, it's going to be good. You're going to like it. Yeah. You're going to like it. Uh, good. So yeah, next is uh, Jedi Survivor coming up next week, and then. Oxen Free 2. So, we have three episodes in the next few weeks. And then, whatever our December episode is, which we don't even know yet. But we'll know by the time we record our Jedi Survivor episode.
0: And then, of course, our holiday episode. Uh, yeah. Listener, listener, if this is your first time, our holiday episode is the best episode so, yeah. of the year. So
1: fun. I already started compiling it.
0: Listen to all the March Simpson
1: quotes uh, from, from Corey. <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, you guys. Oh, homie. My impression of Mark's impression of Corey. Yes. So good. Oh, I'm just an American. I can't even do it. It's so good. Hello, y'all. Oh, it's just what <laughs> I'm very American. Oh, spot on American accent by Mark. Nailed it. Nailed it. Have a great week. Happy Halloween. Um, what's it called in? What's it called in? Halloween? No, what's it called in Homestar Runner? Uh, no, Decemberween. Happy Decemberween. Oh, pre-Decemberween. Okay, it's still Halloween. All right. Thank you.
0: So, Bob, are you dressed as the concept of laser tag or is it something more abstract? <laughs>